1: you'll find anywhere.
0: Let's get back to it, gentlemen. Let's discuss special teams. Here are a few stats about special teams on last night. Auburn had two punt returns for seven yards, uh, no kick returns. AM was pretty much booting it out of the back of the end zone. Punted the ball four times for 189 89 yards, average of 47 yards per punt. And Alex McPherson, as uh, I mentioned, was brought out there for his first kick, 50-plus yarder that he missed, kicked into the wind, but made the other field goals, which actually resulted in a win, uh, a good de- debut for the young man, uh, actually had saw us, again, kickoffs were kind of mixed, given how the weather was participating. But, gentlemen, I want to hear from you. Be Will, I will start with you. Your overall thoughts about special teams on yesterday.
1: Cool, made some kicks. Good, fantastic. Um, I know Andrews was on the sideline apparently in a sling. Um, mm-hmm. apparently- yeah, he
0: hurt his shoulder. Um, trying to make the tackle on that um, touchdown or on that last kickoff return for um, Mississippi State.
1: Okay, okay. So, um, well, there is the idea that somehow we rooting against Andrews Carlson to be good or that we didn't appreciate his contributions because us and many people are saying, sit him down for the other kicker that we have for the the true freshman, Alec McPherson. I don't know how we can not appreciate what a guy has done or or somehow because we can be critical of his performance when he performs poorly, that that means that we hate him. We're we're saying uh, death to his family or there's no correlation there because we're talking about football kicks are missed and made uh, kickoffs go into the end zone for touchbacks. So they don't, you've got the distance or you don't his performance wasn't up to even his standards. And there's nothing wrong with us saying that his performance wasn't up to his standards. It wasn't up to Auburn standards for kickers. I mean, I, I guess it will be cool with Bama. but here he's been better than that. And Auburn's kickers are better than that. So If it was an injury, whatever it was that was keeping him from performing at his best, um, it was reason enough for him to be changed out for a kicker who didn't have the same issues and had a better chance to perform better. We made that change, and McPherson looked better. We actually, He actually had the leg on the 54-yarder in the win. That's better. Now, do I expect a true freshman kicker for his first kick in front of 90,000 people to nail a 54-yarder in the win? Probably not, but it was still a better effort than some of the, the longer kicks that they had tried with Anderson. Or really, they kind of stopped with Andrews. They kind of stopped trying long kicks with Andrews. But the you like the first try, and after that, I like the results. It seemed on target. seemed like he had the distance, and that's what we needed for my kicking. And we needed our kicking game to take kickoff returns off the table and to put field goals through if it's at a makeable distance, and he did that. So it was a win for the for the special teams team. Um, Worsham scared me once or twice, fielding one, two of them punts. He just looked like he wasn't. I, re- I sure. really needed him to call the <laughs> fair catch on one of those. Really wanted him to call a fair catch, but I mean, uh, you know, no, no disasters, and we were able to. I mean, I'm sure it would have been better if we would have been able to start a, a few yards, you know, closer, um, further than than being so close to our end zone once or twice. But we had no trouble moving the ball, so I don't think that that. Impacted us negatively. I think we played well on special teams. And ultimately it was a benefit. Because we needed both of those kicks for sure.
0: I Your your thoughts about special teams? Uh, I mean overall. Special teams didn't have any issues with it. Um, no. I, I don't even know if I have to talk about punting. Our punters are really amazing. Um, return game. Yeah. There was one in particular. Where I was shocked he didn't fair catch it. I was just like. Did did you just forget to to waive the fair catch on that one or like what just happened, bruh? Right. Um, but he fielded all of them. No, no, no muffs, no uh, situations there, no problem. Um the first kickoff for Alex McPherson went out of bounds. Um mm-hmm. he didn't come back out there and kick off again. I didn't say this during coaching portion. He didn't kick it off into the end zone, and they was like, Okay, so Evan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your turn, bro. He was like, look, you're going to kick off. You're going to do field goals. Let's just do it that way. Evan McPherson was, he was kicking that thing into the end zone. He he had one that came up short of the end zone, but we actually, McGuire, McGuire. I mean, yeah, Evan McGuire uh, kicked it into the end zone. We And he came up short on one of them, but we actually covered that one pretty well. So mm-hmm. they fair like, caught the other one too, I think. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay. So we're we're not going to just continue to do the same bad things over and over again. We're going to learn. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you okay. You got a big leg, maybe kicking off, no though. We got another kicker though, so no problem. You we just we we'll just let you do what you're good at, which is field goals. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I like the specialist approach that we took with that. Yeah. Jazzy Joe says running into the kicker oh, sucks. We didn't pay man. for it. they didn't end up because of their offensive struggles. They we didn't yeah. pay for that. I We've seen that. where that has extended a drive and they usually end up scoring after we after the defense got off the field. So, yes, that that was not a good look. Let's let's talk about let's talk about defense. Let's talk about the defense. Overall, the defense Played a great game, held Texas A&M to a total of 215 yards. That's 121 passing yards, 38 rushing yards, uh, had a total of 42 tackles. Actually, I think they had 94 rush yards, Ike, um, according to ESPN. Oh,
1: okay.
0: yeah. 94 yards, but 42 tackles, uh, Three sacks, six tackles for loss, six QB hurries. Wigman was running for his life last night. Uh, the, the defensive line was getting pressure, and all in all, we saw great play at just about every level from this defense. I'll start with you, Ike, on this. What are your thoughts about this defense and how they performed? And as, as, actually, before we do that, let's go ahead and shout out the player of the game who you guys voted for. Kobe Wooden, now, he had some very real big impact plays. He had one tackle, a sack, three QB hurries, one forced fumble. Definitely affected the game at a critical moment, so we understand why he got the nod. But he was a part of a defense that was really becoming disruptive. Be will, I even talked about at halftime how they're going to have to get after the quarterback. Um, It's like when they sat back or when they only rushed three and dropped eight, he had time to throw. He was finding people. I, I was starting to see why mm-hmm. they were high on this 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 kid. But once we started coming after him, things begin to change a little bit. So mm-hmm. I your thoughts about the defense and how they played? Uh defense was lights out for the vast majority of this game. Um, they were assignment sound. They tackled gang tackled. Didn't see a ton of missed tackles out there. Um, the pressure on the quarterback wasn't like consistent where he just was like in a in the hurt locker the whole game, but it was well timed. Um blitzes, um, I liked everything I saw from this defense. They were blanketing receivers. Uh there I mean there were some open receivers out there, but you know, you had issues with the wind and you had issues just with um, you know, just timing and all that sort of thing. So you didn't get to see li- listen, we'll talk about our offensive struggles in a minute, but I'm just gonna say it was it's, it's it was hard to throw the ball last night. Hmm. That wind was out there being vicious, hmm. and you saw it on Connor Wegman, Wegman's throws when he was thro- he was sailing passes to receivers or he was way behind them. It's like when it got into the or even like when you saw um, like deep shots or punts, like it just seemed to hang in the air forever. The, once that ball got into the wind. He was holding on to it a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. he was a clingy girlfriend out there. It was just like, hey, (laughs) man, you stay a little bit longer? Like, (laughs) it was was hard, man. Like, I'm just, again, that's not making excuses for any. I'm saying it impacted both of these quarterbacks last night. That wind was vicious. And it's even, like, even in the stands, you can feel the wind. It's different on the field. Like, Mm -hmm. at field level, like, temperatures are just very different than it is, like, up in the stands. So, it's like you're feeling the impact, the effects of that a lot differently. And then like I said, once you get, it's like you're throwing lasers or whatever, and you're trying to do it on timing that is that's dead. (laughs) That's dead, bro. Like it's just not easy to do. Um, so, so yeah, I think all of those things combined allowed for us to just really make it very hard for tech because they couldn't run the ball. Right. Right. Like if they had been able to run the ball, you know, Devin A. Chain, maybe if he was there, he's got a little bit more speed to be able to get the edge on some of those plays. Maybe it's a different ball game. They couldn't run the ball. Passing was dead in the game. Your offense is dead. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, Somebody just said it, but that boy Jalen Simpson, bruh, playing safety.
1: He's in the right spot now.
0: Wesley Wesley Hilton says he really likes him. That's been one of the that's been a revelation of sorts between guys. his ability to tackle and his speed. Mm-hmm. Like he can make up for like I wasn't exactly where I was supposed to be because he's really fast, right? And when he gets there, mm. that boy is coming with some intensity. I I like Jalen Simpson playing safety for this football team. Like I don't know who. Maybe, I don't know, because I, I really, you know, like who we have in Donovan Kaufman. So that might mean Puckett might need to sit down. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I like Jalen Simpson playing safety dog. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Walt Taylor says, Can we all discuss the job that Coach Schmidt is doing at DC, defensive coordinator? Wasn't he a Harson guy? In my honest opinion, Schmidt has uh, had a different approach since Harson's been gone too. What are your thoughts on that, guys? It's confusing. It's confusing. There's not a single person defensive, like personnel wise, <laughs> that is any different. Right, the defense is playing completely di- like, and it's it, it really it's just attitude, man. Like, yeah, they just have a different swagger on defense right now. Like, I don't know, man. And this, but this is the defense I was expecting to see the whole season. Right. All right. Steve Bradley says, "My facts and our question was, Papo had his best game to date.
1: Has his? I think he was saying on Wednesday from from the Wednesday show.
0: No answers. We didn't ask that. But so the the our thoughts on Papo. We we gave Papo some love last night.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I don't I, I don't
0: know how I would have predicted that this would have been his best game to date before now. So I don't if you if I had seen that question in facts and you know, I'd have been like, I don't know. I hope so." <laughs> we gonna need him to play it, and he had probably his best game of the season for sure. Of the right. season, I, I will go with season. Um, for sure. You know, I don't. I, I have to go back and think about all the games he's played in these four years. He's been at Auburn to say the best game to date, but to to date this year, I don't know if that's even questionable. Like he was where he was supposed to be, sound tackling for the most part, um, p- applying pressure. Owen Papo had a good game. This is the Owen. This is the five-star Owen Papo right here. This is the guy who you expect to show up week in and week out because he was he was such a highly touted uh recruit coming out of high school. Yeah. So Ike I mentioned last night, I liked him. I like when they used him as a blitzing linebacker. I yeah, like when he's sure. attacking and he's not having to think so much. He has one job, disrupt stuff. He's good at that. Yeah. I like when he does that um so he had a he had a really good game lawrence robinson asked i thought this was a good question those offside penalties by the dbs were odd what did y'all make of those now let me ask you this ike because i think arkansas kind of saw this too when you have a qb especially on the road what they were doing is he would clap but there would be a delayed snap mississippi state did this last week oh mississippi state i'm sorry mississippi state so it's almost as if we're gonna draw them off by clapping because they're looking at the QB and not the ball. Mm-hmm. And so what was happening is those guys would jam the receiver immediately thinking that the ball was snapped mm-hmm. because they're going off of the QB clapping. But what do y'all what did y'all think? No, that's exactly what yeah, it was. What the defensive think. line learned that lesson last week against Mississippi State yes. and they weren't jumping, right? Like mm-hmm. they were just like, all right, cool. You can clap all you want to. I ain't moving to this ball does. DBs, on the other hand, especially if they're impressed man, are not looking at the ball, right? Like, so right. they were, they're like focusing in on their receiver. And what they're, th- what they should be using for their cue is the receiver's motion, not the noise. Mm-hmm. So they were hearing the clap and then they're going to press as opposed to waiting for the receiver to move and then you reacting to that. And so that's just that, that was the issue on both of those situations. They heard a clap and they were thinking, all right, it's time to get active. Cause they was like, there they were again, we're we're playing more man defense last night than I think I've seen us play all like they were just mm-hmm. yeah physical, like at, at every level. They were just like, No, we're just gonna go out here and we're gonna be very physical athletes for four quarters. Yeah. And so they were just like, All right, cool. It's me and you, bro. Let's go. And <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, they weren't. But again, you don't you don't get the benefit if you're doing if you're playing press man to be looking at the ball because you have to be looking at the receiver's release. Um, and so that was just one of those things where they've got to wait until the, the the receiver moves to 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 get active. So, what what do you, what do y'all uh, again? You we mentioned it before we went live, but you had guys. We talked about Kobe, Marcus Harris, bald last oh. night. Oh. He balled. He did last night. Jason Jones had a good game. Mm-hmm. They were just very the, our, our front line. This is this is Morris what Joseph. I was expecting. Oh. This is what I was this is what I was looking forward to yeah. beginning of the season. Yeah. just no. oh. just disruptive. Could you I imagine just, uh, if you had a coup? Did you imagine if Brandon oh, nah. got hurt? Nah, if, 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 if oh, Leota Leo on this line, bro. Oh my. Goodness. The way they're playing right now, that's a nightmare. <laughs> Jeffrey Emble was out there. Doing, I was like, Oh, yeah, my, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. This is this is this is what I was I was I, this is the defensive line that right. I spent all offseason saying, Oh, they're gonna be a problem. Right. They are they have been now again. The remedy to bad play is playing Texas AM. I get it. <laughs> you want if you want to get better, play Texas AM. They will help you. Right. Right. Jimbo has baked it into the DNA of Texas A&M to allow teams to get better the week that they play. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, we are the rehabilitation center for your poor play. Come play us. We got you. Thank you, Jimbo. Before we get to the offense, Phil Petway with a comment. I mean, again, he sees what I sees. All them papers still couldn't (laughs) find a good play i love it i'm loving it man i'm Mm -hmm. loving it i'm enjoying all of that let's talk offense gentlemen let's look at some of the stats and this was you know mixed but passing 6 of 13 for 60 yards total one touchdown rushing we gashed them 270 yards surprisingly no scores on the ground but 55 attempts uh, we had 200 yard rushers in, cat, uh not not Caddy uh, but Bigsby as well as Jarquez Hunter both 121 yards apiece uh three turnovers on offense though total of 330 yards in this game thoughts about the offense overall and its performance start with you B
1: we we saw about half of the kitchen sink which we thought we would need to see. Like it can't just be handoff coming out the eye. It can't just be the toss. The toss was effective to a certain extent. Uh, we can outflank them. You got everybody bunched in and then you outflank them very quickly, get to the edge. For a team who is bad against the run, a lot of that has to do with discipline. And, and what you do to a team that is bad against the run because of poor disciplines, you make things move. You make them guess, you make them think because they're indecisive and, they don't know where the ball is going to be, so they guess. They got out of position. They guess wrong. Big gains. They get tired. They get defeated. They stay on the field too long. And then you can kind of get what you want. Yeah, We did what we wanted in the run game. To be a supremely effective offense, we needed to capitalize on the room that that running attack gave us in the passing game. And we weren't able to do that. Um, Robbie had a, a, a good touchdown pass. I thought it was a little underthrown, but the Touchdown pass to Var in the end zones. Like, good, yeah. That's 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 what we needed to see. Run game, run game, run game. Touchdown. Exactly what we needed to see. Let's go. I thought we were gonna see that for four quarters, but there is. I don't. I don't know if it was. I talked about the wind. I didn't leave my house on Saturday, not even to pick anything up off my porch. So I didn't know the wind was blowing that bad. I knew that it had to be a little chilly. I knew that. Um, look outside, you see the trees moving. So there was some wind out there. The wind could have played a factor. I don't know how much of this now is them not really attempting to do too much. Like, I wonder if during the week they're like, all right, Robbie, hundred passes. Let's go. That's it. Just throw hundred passes. I don't, at this point in the game, you've got so much new stuff to install, to try to make this offense move. You know what you have. We are what we are. And again, we said this last night after the after the game. I don't think Robbie Ashford is just everything's. It's all over for him. No, man. People get better and improve. Robbie had to play the things that Robbie could do that he didn't do. Toss that ball out of bounds when you're running behind the line of scrimmage, man. That's that's mental. Mm-hmm. That those plays like that were disappointing. His downfield passing needs work, and it needs help. And if we are ever going to have a chance at. Uh, upsetting Bama, which with what they can do with the run game, we can we can be competitive. What that defense can do, we can compete in that game. But you don't beat a Bama being one-dimensional. Not with their front seven. So, what we saw is, keep it simple. One read. If it's there, throw it. If it's not, go. I absolutely believe that, yes, at this point in the season, with the hits that he's taken or the pressure that he's felt, it's not easy to just sit back there and read. Oh, my my one guy's going to be open in a minute. No, I got to go. I got to go. I'm quick as hell, so I'm going to go. I'm going to pick up Yardage. Um, I think he played as well as he can play for right now. And it got us the win. So I'm not going to be too rough on it. Yes, the missed touchdown pass to Jarquez on the wheel route, it hurt. It physically hurt. Like, I felt like a little, oh, God, my chest. That was it. That was two touchdowns. It was it. That's all we all we needed was thirteen. Put it to you this way: I was really glad I was at the house by myself when that happened. <laughs> My wife yeah. would be looking at me a little differently. Yeah. So um, all we needed was fourteen, and I I really thought that that was going to be seventeen points right there. I thought that was it. Like that's the game. So I was kept waiting for that second touchdown to seal the game, and I thought that that was it. And of course, because the very large bet that I had placed on the game. <clears throat> I really wanted that to be it right there and not have to worry about uh, too much more happening. But the offense did what it needed to do to win the game. Yeah. What's more concerning to me is that everything else about the offense wasn't lights out. Jarquez putting the ball on the on the ground and Tank putting the ball on the ground. I don't know which... they. It was like back-to-back drives. Yeah, It, it was, was on the same drive. No, yeah. Like, that, yeah. That, yeah. 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 yeah, it was on the same drive. That was alarming. And I think part of that is these guys haven't had success, and I tweeted this out. They haven't won really this year. When we beat Missouri, Missouri beat Missouri. We haven't just put the stranglehold on anybody and put them in the dirt in the game. Mentally. We've been talking about Caddy talking about um, these guys being afraid to mess up. They look tight. We get tight when the game is on the line because they feel that mm-hmm. pressure to your point. So you're asking about pressure. They felt that pressure. They did not look like they knew how to say, it's time for us to bury these boys. Now we're about to put the stranglehold on them. They won't win this game. The defense knew how to do that. Kobe Wooden got that sack, that strip sack at the, the, the best possible time. Bro called it, man. Derek Hall said they were in the TV
0: timeout, and Kobe Wooden was in the huddle, and he was like, When I go out there, I'm gonna stab Club get to the QB, I'm getting the ball out. And he was like, he was like, all right, let me see it. They came out first play from the timeout. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly, I said, it is why there's a dude right here. It's he a, was just like, a dude, no, man. you know what? Cause that's basically one of them things where it's like, okay, we need to play.
1: Yes. I'm
0: going to go get it.
1: That's make gotcha. a play. He was talking, gotcha. Kobe, I saw some of the transcript of Kobe talking, talking about how over the course of the game, he was trying different stuff. He's like, it wasn't working. He's was like, I can beat this dude, man. It just happened to, to late in the game, after you tried everything, after you giving him stuff to like, okay, he's just going to try this, which is such the chess match between defensive linemen and offensive linemen, which is so cool to hear him talk about that. Yeah. He knew how to make that play. The defense knows how to make that play. They know how to make those plays. They've been winners, and they've been good, even when the offense has been bad the last three seasons. Well, They weren't great in 2020. So the last two seasons and go back to 2019, they know how to do that. The offense has not been able to. I'm trying to remember the last time the offense just won us a game. Two years, three years, four years. The last time it was a tight game, late in the game, and the offense put the game away. They haven't done it. They haven't been able to do it. And this game, they didn't do it again. The defense did what needed to be done to win us the game. The offense has more to get over than just, it's not just a Jimmy's and Joe's problem. It's a Auburn and offense haven't really known each other that well. They haven't gotten along in years. And it's not just a factor of, oh, well, you bring a new guy in here. And yes, you can get some new players in here. And a a coach can change the atmosphere and change the expectations. We've already seen that. Mentally, something has to change for offensive players. I don't know if it's just offensive linemen, if it's just the personnel that you bring in, quarterbacks, running backs, whatever, something has to change on offense so that these guys don't expect to fail, that they don't expect that this won't work, that they, instead, they come in and they know I am going to win this game, similar to what Kobe did. I'm going to make this play. I'm going to make this throw. I can't wait for that to be how this offense looks and operates and hopefully we get that turned around next year.
0: Uh let me get some comments and before we get to the drawing here, Misa A.T. Alien, appreciate you hanging out with us. She says, What do y'all think about holding Garrett a playing or getting some playing time? Robbie bless his heart. But he had he had me reaching for my beverage several times during that game. Thoughts about this,
1: gentlemen? Uh so you lose your advantage in the run game. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's it. Like, even if Holden Garner came in and you call the exact same pass plays, when they call run plays, they don't even have to think about Holden Garner. Because Holden Garner can't run that fast. Robbie, it looks like he runs like a 4-3. I don't know what Robbie actually runs. Him being there and being the quarterback is what makes the the, the other running backs effective. You can't take him out and still have that same success on the ground. He would be uh, dead meat the Garner would be dead meat back there. I hope they don't do that to the young man and Robbie. And I'm I'm a little worried about Robbie's health. Honestly, there's no way you can run that hard. He's getting. He took some hard hits last night. Listen,
0: I I, I ran into Robbie. I didn't mention it, but I ran into Robbie after San Jose State. Mm-hmm. He was beat then.
1: Yeah. Now he, he's gone he on.
0: His he, he, he messed his shoulder up in the Missouri game, and he's he hadn't been right since then. Like, mm. yeah. So he, and it's he's his throwing re- shoulder, right? Like it's not like it's mm. his left shoulder that he just like right. the shoulder he uses to throw is messed up right now. Mm. And the fact that he's out there throwing it all is like long term. I don't I don't know how like good that is. Yeah. But, um, but 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 again, that's why we're not throwing. It's not because they don't have confidence in his ability. Listen, man, I sat there and w- I've watched Robbie rip throws in game. His right. First like throw, his first throw of the season, where he hit the long bomb. Yeah. So Robbie can throw. Like this, this whole narrative mm-hmm. that Robbie is unable to throw is just not factual. Did he miss throws? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, throws that he probably could still make with a hurt shoulder. But it's just different when you're trying to compensate for that during a game and you got all this other stuff going on. So. And again, I'm not making excuses for Robbie. He has to play better. Like, just point blank period. If you're going to be in there, you've got to play better. Um, And the one that Jarquez was the one that's like, that's the one you can't miss. It's wide open. Right. Right? Like, you can't miss that one. I, I can understand him missing a couple of other ones. That's the one where, and that was a little bit of a miscommunication between him and Jarquez, too, because Robbie was going to throw it earlier, and then somebody jumped in the window, he pulled back off of the throw, and then he clutched and threw it again, but Jarquez had slowed up. And so if if, Rob, like, if Robbie takes a little something off of it and doesn't try to like throw the perfect pass, and he just kind of lost it out there, Jarquez probably can get his speed back up and go out, out there and catch it. Now, he might have had to do a little effort to catch it, and it might not have been a touchdown, but it still would have been a big play, and it mm-hmm. would have made a difference in the run game after that he was um, he was so open if you'd underthrown it, he yeah. probably still walks right in. He was wide open in yeah. that way, so I mean, but again, that's not making excuses for Robbie. That's the reality of where he is physically, but at the same time again, he still has to play better because but I wish some like somebody, if you're close to any of the coaches, just tell them like to become a um a member of the war rapport, and then like I'll slide you film of y'all running plays that are in your playbook <laughs> mm-hmm. like i I have the film that I've just put those in there because those throws don't require him to do much right right and they're not all under center turnaround bootleg handoff right like we're gonna do the heavy play fake under center and then he's gonna do a rolling bootleg back out play action or a heavy play fake you know stand play action some of these are out of the shotgun some of them are out of the pistol. Some of them, like there, there are things, and I think that's my only frustration right now. Is like you know the situation your quarterback is in, you know the situation this offense is in. There are things you can do to be helpful for all of them that don't require you to put him in harmful situations. Don't require you to have some amazing offensive line play. It just requires you to make a really simple throw. And if you do those earlier in the game to see, you know. If Robbie's got it, that game, just give him a couple of them. Let him warm up. You make the defense see a little something different. Mm-hmm. Your run game can be more effective. Not that if run, run game was super effective anyway. Despite we threw the ball thirteen times and still ran for over two hundred yards. Right. Again, again, that's Thank you, Texas A and M, but still. The commitment to the run is there. I'm just saying there are things that you can do that allow you to pass the ball that don't require you to do a whole bunch of extravagant stuff. It just doesn't. And if if you're a patron, you can go watch me show you what I'm talking about. Like, don't take my word for it. I'm showing you plays from this season that we've done exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Jazzy Joe says, uh, how about Caddy beating Jimothy B. Will? You're the first person I thought of after we won. Wait for it, Jazzy. Wait for it, Jazzy. You will not be disappointed. I'm feeling good.
1: I'm feeling good. Yeah, man.
0: I know you are. I know you are. Joe Kyle says, Robbie is beating himself up badly. I think his confidence level is, di- is digressing. We kind of already talked our thoughts about this. He's not beating. I mean, he's already beat up <laughs> pretty badly. So, <laughs> Um, I think there's a lot of that. And something else I mentioned, Hartline is still on the staff. He's, mm-hmm. he's still, he's still. So I don't know what kind of work this kid is even given that how much work he's able to get during the week anyway um, with that. So something to just keep in mind, Thomas Jones, appreciate the super sticker. Thank you, sir. Uh, Ed Darby. He had a comment somewhere in there too. Let me go find it, but go ahead. Continue. Okay. Ed Darby says, like Ike said, in his breakdown video, there are simple passes for Robbie. Eight and nine in the box with DBs playing eight yards off. Automatic throw to the receiver off the line. Simple throw. Uh, True, true, true indeed. Ed Thomas Jones says, "Can Auburn please get Robbie longer cleats?" Because it's now I mentioned this in our (laughs) I mentioned this in our chat with us. I was like, "Yo, what is going on with these cleats of his?" He slips down a lot during games. I know he's doing a lot with his feet because he's moving one way, his mind is thinking another way, but seems to be slipping a lot in the games. But thoughts on that, Jones. Yeah, I don't know what the issue with that. That ain't got nothing to do with him being hurt. So I can't, I yeah. can't even explain
1: him f- falling all the time. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I, I It seems like Robbie is is he's think he's trying too hard not to mess up. Is what I think it is. Yeah, and, and I, I think mean, that's under the right leadership, issue. under the right leadership, that can be changed. He can. Go in with confidence, and not, I, I'm trying to to win. I'm trying to succeed, which he is, and he has a lot to prove here. We talked about that early in the season. Robbie Estra has a lot to prove here at Auburn. Um, yeah, things didn't go great for him in Oregon, and a lot of it was some of the things that we see all over college fo- football: favorites, politics, and this was his shot. And he wants this a lot. Just besides being the getting the thing from 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 uh, Finley or Harson giving him the nod, he had a lot to prove to himself. And I think that that puts some undue pressure on him and hopefully under the right leadership and, and the right coaching staff, he can be more free to use his skills effectively and not put so much pressure on himself that he's messing up like that. And you
0: can also see it on the sideline when he comes to the sideline. Mm-hmm. He's tough on himself than any coach would be at this point. Yeah. So that's that's some of that is self-imposed on him as well.